It's time for Love Talk with the Lovelies, Kathy, Carrie, and Marley. Welcome, friends, to Love Talk here on the Bridge Austin, where we are building bridges of love and leadership. It's a beautiful time in Texas, and God is working as we lead with love across Texas and across America. I'm Kathy Endebrock. I'm just so grateful to be with you today. In studio are my beautiful, and I mean beautiful, stunning, and marvelous co-hosts, <laughs> Coach Carrie Brinkater and Marlene McMichael. Ladies, it's great to be with you this morning. Thank you, Kathy. Thank goodness for you. I get a little shot of, uh, I, I guess, um, a compliment each time I'm with you, which is so Refreshing and uplifting. Thank you for that. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> Kathy, Kathy has mastered that art. I know she oh. has. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. It's great to be with you ladies today. I'm really excited about our program. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we, um, well, we've aired recently a couple of programs on Israel, and it's just been heavy on all of us. Mm-hmm. And I'm so thankful to have walked through some of the hard questions um, because it can be confusing if you have never, I guess, kind of researched or dove into the history and yeah. of, of this conflict. And, um, you know, it's it's really heartbreaking. Um, and your program today, Kathy, is about being discerning and not deceived. And I think there's many aspects in our life uh, where we can easily be deceived. And uh, there's a lot of deception going on out there regarding the the happenings in the Middle East. And so we have to guard our hearts against being deceived. Well, and, you know, and this is so such a personal program today. And, and for, you know, I know we had uh, our incredible guest, uh, Linda Chandler, on that was earlier in Novak's actually last Saturday in November and two Saturdays before then we had um, Boris Zilberman on. And so today's program, friends, it is not about Israel, but it is about being deceived. And there's this incredible quote um, by Francis Chan. And I, you know, I'm not going to get the quote right, but I was watching um, this clip on Francis Chan, who's a national faith teacher and leader. And I just admire him so much And he said something that opened my eyes to this incredible truth that has really been a lamp for my feet these past few weeks. And, Carrie, like you said, it has forced me to ask some hard questions. And so Francis Chan said this, don't don't fear temptation for, you know, when temptation is happening and God promises to always give you a way out. What you should fear is being deceived because you have no idea that you are being deceived or that you are deceived because that is the very nature of deception. You don't actually know it is happening. And so, friends, we are just talking today about being discerning and not being deceived. And we want some of you to press in and ask ask yourself some hard questions today about what areas in your life you are either deceiving yourself or the enemy is completely deceiving you. And, you know, this is really important because the Bible um, equates being deceived with being blind. Yeah. And, um, and, and but, you know, the good thing is, is that Jesus heals blindness. And, uh, and so we are going to get into God's word because I'm, I'm telling you, God's word is the truth that will just take those 
um, scales off of your eyes and to help you see clearly. And so today we're going to be talking about what does it mean to be deceived? What does it mean to be deserving, discerning? How can we tell when we're deceived and how can we develop the ability to be discerning? And we're going to share some really personal stories about maybe some areas in our own lives where we have been deceived and um, either, you know, hurt, suffered because of it. Um, and and maybe, you know, I think a lot of times when we're deceived, that deception doesn't just hurt us, but it hurts those under us as well. For, for sure, for sure. And so we're going to have to, we're going to have to get into some personal things today yeah. um, that might be a little painful for us to to talk about, but if it can help someone else along their journey, and I just kind of equate, I was talking to a friend um, this past week, and I just said, that is your shackle, you know, and and she's like, yeah, you're right, that is my shackle, and I'm so ready to be over it. I'm so ready to get rid of it, and sometimes our shackles are out in the open, and sometimes our shackles are behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's true. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Should I go ahead and read these? I love key these verses. verses. Yes. Okay. Uh, Don't be deceived, my dearly loved brothers. That's James one, sixteen, and another verse. Little children, let no one deceive you. The one who does what is right is righteous, just as he, our Father God is righteous. That's First John 3, 7. Mm-hmm. And there's this one in Revelation that I love. It's uh, kind of in the middle of Revelation, Revelation 12, verse 9. And, it's, and, it, and it really kind of gets to the core of deception. It says, so the great dragon was cast out, the serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him. And so, friends, this is what I want to tell you is that during today's program, if if the Holy Spirit opens your eyes to something that you have not seen before, I do not want you to feel shame because Absolutely. that is not what we are after. Mm-hmm. What I want is for you to sense Thanksgiving like you have never experienced mm-hmm. before because this is Thanksgiving month, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it's the beginning of November. We're in Thanksgiving month. We're preparing for Thanksgiving. What a better thing to be thankful for that God brought light to a darkness, that he opened your eyes to something that you were blind to. And so and so I don't want you to feel like, oh, how dumb I was that I was rece- deceived because Satan is out to deceive the whole world. You are just one of many. But this is what I'm telling you is that God sees you and he wants you to live a, a life that is fully glorifying to him, eyes wide open, aware of what is going on around you, and to be the discerning son and or daughter of, 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 of the one true king. Well, if you weren't already convinced with those three verses, I do have one more, one more, Jeremiah seventeen nine. The heart is deceitful above all things mm-hmm. and beyond cure. Who can understand it? The only thing that can cure a deceitful heart is Jesus, right? Yeah. He can, oh, the Holy Spirit can open our eyes to those things that we are blind to. Um, and our, our heart leads us astray many times um, because we want to follow follow your heart. No, the Lord says, follow me, yes. um, not your heart. And I think all of these verses point to one thing, 
and that is where is the truth mm-hmm. yeah. it's in the bible mm-hmm. yeah. so if if god is truth and god this is god's word that's where we go to end deception mm-hmm. and that's where we go to have to to weigh what is true and what is deception mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. once we you know we've had Gina Parker on several times and mm-hmm. some of the things that that she's taught us is that we wait on God and we listen for for God's voice mm-hmm. and we search the scriptures to come yes. close to him if we do those things i think we have are less prone to deception mm-hmm. but certainly uh, we can still stray you, you know mm-hmm. i have found um you know your heart convinces you god just wants you to be happy and friends, no. God just wants you to be holy. Oh, you're right. Holy his. And seek him. And seek him. And, you know, there's this scripture that says, seek first the kingdom of God and all of these things will be given to you. And so if you if, if you are saying, well, I do this even though it's wrong, but it makes me happy and God just wants me to be happy. This is what I would tell you. Repent of that thing. You let go of that thing. You line your life up with the word of God. You be holy before your father in heaven and he will give you joy like you never imagined possible. Will it be hard? Yes. Will it possibly be heartbreaking initially? Yes. But he will give you such a joy and such a wholeness that you never thought was possible in this life. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. ladies, I know, you know, we've kind of got into it hot yeah. and heavy, and we have a lot of stuff to talk about. But I do want to know, you know, it is Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and it is Thanksgiving month. And, are, I mean, are you all excited about it? Do you have some fun plans? Yeah, I, I do. Okay. Well, no, basketball You always season. have the good plans. Oh. No, well, <laughs> basketball season. Um, so we're uh, hopping on a jet plane here uh, the week of Thanksgiving, and, Going to watch Logan play ball up in the Pacific Northwest, um, and wow. super excited about it. We'll be gone. He has three games up there. I have never been to Oregon, Washington, You're to that love area. It. Yeah. I'm very excited. So we're we're super thankful for that. It feels a little wonky this Thanksgiving, um, but it also feels kind of like back in my coaching days when I would get one or two days off at the holidays, and so. We'll get home on Thanksgiving morning at like 1 a.m. Kinsey will get home on Thursday night. And so the only day we will spend together as a family is Friday because Logan has to go back to college because he has practice on Saturday. So it does feel a little... Wonky, but I'm so I'm so blessed. I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful um, every single day that we get to enjoy the talents and abilities the Lord has given us and gifted to us to glorify him. I'm just so grateful for mm-hmm. it. So, yeah, we're we're excited for the next next couple of weeks and just giving glory to God to be able to number one travel, number two watch our kid play ball, number three that our kid is playing ball and using those talents and abilities to glorify him and then come together as a family for even 24 hours. That I love that I don't know. That sounds cool. It sounds like an adventure. Absolutely. Always. <laughs> always. It is. It is. What about you, Marlene? Well, you um, have a little. Yeah, I, I, we have a blip in Thanksgiving week. Um, <laughs> I am scheduled for surgery, and it's not a major surgery, but it will be a surgery that will really help um, uh, a problem I've had that's ongoing. And so um, 
thank the doctor asked me, are you cooking? And I went, well, he said, not now. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Thanksgiving week will be quiet. Yeah. Um, and hopefully healing. And, and we will pray for your complete healing to where you can feel more like the amazing Marlene that that you've been before all of this pain you've been in. Yeah. And so, so I'm, I'm hopeful. Yeah, for so that actually for I am very, um, I was, it took me a while to, and the doctors a while to figure out what was wrong. But um, so when they told me it was this and it was going to be surgery, I kind of, I just sat there and cried because, and it wasn't. But tears in of a good joy. Way. Tears of yeah. joy. Yes. Because know. we can put this to rest. Like, and yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. So listening friends, keep Marlene and her family in your prayers mm-hmm. um, that this will be a surgery that will afford you, you know, a pain-free recovery and that you will um, feel so much better after yeah. this procedure. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I'm Amen. looking well, forward to Kathy, it. Kathy, what about you? We are flying to New Mexico to have Thanksgiving with all of my family. I have a, just a beloved nephew who is just getting back from the Middle East. He has oh, wow. been there for two years and um, my girls and he are just so close and they just all adore one another. So we are flying everyone into my mom and dad's and um, we're all just kind of having a big family Thanksgiving in Sandia Park, which is like the eastern mountains of Albuquerque. It's oh, like wow. a 40 minute drive from Albuquerque. So we're we're doing that. And I would tell you, ladies, you know, one of the things that I am so thankful for this year is the both of you and being able just to mm-hmm. come in and do this together yeah. and have so much fun talking about hard things and yeah. and good things and God things mm-hmm. and being able to share that with um, the listening audience and, you know, listening friends. We just are so thankful for you. We just are so thankful for every time that uh, you give us any feedback on uh, either being an email on let's talk at lovetalknetwork.com or go and visit our Instagram account and like it and share it or go and see us on Facebook at Love Talk Radio. It just, we really appreciate it. We appreciate you and, and we want to let you know we do this week in and week out for you mm-hmm. and uh, we're also so thankful for our sponsors who keep us on the air week after week and we're actually going to get a word from our sponsors we're going to take a break briefly we want to tell you these sponsors have been with us for almost 38 years some of them almost 38 years they are people who we trust you can trust them um, they will help you with landscaping they will help you with electrical they will help mm-hmm. you with health um, they will help you find a home and a, to, to, to fall in love with a place that you can call home. So we're going to go ahead and take a break and listen to our sponsors. And friends, we will be back with you after the break shortly to discuss being discerning and not deceived. Right after this, stay with us. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. 
They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Are you looking for a new church home? Or maybe you're new to the area. Either way, we here at First Baptist Church Pflugerville would love to welcome you to visit with us this Sunday at 11 a.m. for our worship service. We have a myriad of different grow groups at 9.30 a.m. And if you need more information, just click the big orange New Here button on our website, fbcpville.org. We hope to connect with you in the near future. And we hope that when you do visit with us, you'll feel like family here. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-2580. Or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Love Talk. We are so thankful for you. This is Coach Carrie Brinkader in studio with Kathy Inderbrock and Marlene McMichael. What an awesome day to be able to chat about discernment and using discernment to open our eyes to where we are being deceived in our lives because friends the enemy he loves nothing more than to deceive us from the truth he wants us to be stressed be worried he wants us to have chaos in our lives he loves it he sits back and he loves it our god is not a god of chaos friends our god is a god of order And um, so this program is so timely. The definition of deceived, planeo. Kathy, is that the Latin? That is the Hebrew word. Yeah. Okay. So it's planao. Oh, planao. Planao. I said it like like it was Latin. Latin. Planeo. Planeo. Okay. And so it really means to cause to stray, to lead astray, to lead aside from the right way. Um, to lead into error, to be led away into error, and to be led aside from the path of virtue, virtue to, and this is the one that gets me, to sever or fall away from the truth. And so, friends, when you think, oh, I'm being deceived, I want you to understand you're being deceived from the truth. And the Bible tells us is that the truth is the only thing that can set us free. If you know the truth, the truth will set you free. And so when you are being deceived, you are being deceived from the truth. And so this is why I want to ask you um, for today's program before we get into all of this, that you would just make a commitment to God right now that as we're going through this program, if there is something that he shows you, an area in your life where you have strayed from the truth, been led astray from the truth, where you have been deceived, that you would commit to respond, to make the change that he is asking you to make, to line your life back up with the truth of Scripture, with his truth, to lead, to lead your life back into relationship with him, to press into relationship with him first and foremost within your life and not to feel shame 
but to feel thanksgiving in this process because it may be a, a tough process for some of you where the Lord really reveals something that he's been wanting you to address that you know that maybe you've even needed to address for a while. I want to say just commit that today is the day. And um, so, you know, God takes this very, very seriously about not being deceived, but being very aware and being very discerning. There's this scripture in First Peter chapter 5, just, you know, a few verses over in verse 8, and it says, be serious, exclamation mark, be alert, exclamation mark, your adversary The devil is prowling around like a roaring lion looking for anyone he can devour. Friends, this is serious business. This isn't just something that, oh, you might, you know, may cause you to stumble a little bit. He is after complete destruction, after completely devouring you. That is what his deception is about. And then there's this scripture in Proverbs 15, verse 24. Oh, Marlene, you got me. Yes. Before you leave that verse uh, about the roaring lion, Mm. uh, that's one of my favorite verses. Why? Because Jesus is the lion of Judah. Mm -hmm. And through all of this Israeli conflict, Mm -hmm. I have been praying, may God let the lion of Judah roar. Wow. Mm -hmm. And mm-hmm. who who is the devil? He's just like, he's trying to act like the he's lion. A, he's a deceiving imitator, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. And we're going to so, look at a verse later that actually says the de- devil will actually come down as um, an angel of light. Like he can appear as an angel of light. And so you're right. I mean, I've never thought of that. The yeah, enemy is, goes around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. But Jesus is the lion of Judah. And friends, we have got to learn the difference in their roar right it's the difference in like in lion king it's the difference between scar and mufasa right the brother that's evil lion right and the brother that's the leader i have to go watch lion i know that's that is true that was mckenzie's favorite movie growing up well so um, proverbs 15 24 tells us for the discerning the path of life leads upward and kathy i want to go back to what you said because i don't think this is not light. When you when you ask the Lord to reveal something in you, you need to be ready. Yeah. And that's hard. Yes. You know, um, it's hard to say that prayer out loud. Lord, I, I know, I know that I am being deceived in some area of my life. I, I want you to make it very, very plain to me. Mm-hmm. But this verse is very comforting because it says, look, hey, you know what? When I give you that discernment and when you are alert and when you are being on guard, the path of your life leads upward. Don't be afraid to pray that prayer and ask for discernment in the areas where you are being deceived. Don't be afraid of it Mm -hmm. because it's going to lead to a path that is better than you imagined. Yes. Right? Um, And so I think that that is, it's prudent to, to talk about that it's not easy to make that prayer. That is true. Well, so many times, you know, God asks us to do something and we feel like we're sacrificing or giving up something and it's going to be bad after we give it up. (laughs) You know, it's going to be hard and it's going to be bad and I'm having to give up something I I loved. But this verse says, no, 
it's going, the path is going upward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that we have to remember that God is a good God and he gives us all good things and he wants only the best for us. Mm-hmm. So be ready. You know, this yeah. is something that I would ask is, are you willing to give up something you love for something you love more? And so God is mm. saying, love me first. Are we willing to give up something we love because we love him more if he's asking us to do that? Well, I, I don't want to jump ahead, but Kathy, in a minute, I want you to talk about an area in your life where you were deceived. You were a very powerful businesswoman, an, an executive that was doing mover and a shaker, and you found that you were being deceived in certain areas. And so you gave up something that you loved because you mm-hmm. truly loved that job and you were good at it. But you gave it up for something that you loved more, mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. So in a minute, we're going to get there. I, I want to flesh out a few things before we get there. You talked about the idea that we should not fear temptation um, because we know when we are being tempted and I think that's really true. We we all have areas of weaknesses in our lives. Maybe you're you're tempted by overindulging in alcohol. Maybe you're tempted by viewing things on the internet that you know your you your eyeballs should not be viewing. Maybe you're tempted by laziness. Maybe you're tempted by um, goodness, help me out here, sisters. Um, Ice cream. Yeah. May, oh. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, maybe I'm not you're ready tempted, for that one. <laughs> maybe you're tempted by foods that you know make you feel bad, but yeah. you eat them anyway, right? These are mm-hmm. these are things that occur in our everyday lives. And we and, and that is not what we are talking about no. today, right? Because we can see those things. We can see those things. We know that temptation is there. And God always says, hey, I give you a way out of temptation. If you want it, I will give you a way out. So we don't have to fear being tempted. Right. What we should fear is being deceived. Because mm-hmm. when we are deceived, we have no idea that we are being deceived. We can be believing that we are doing the best for our family. We can be believing mm-hmm. that we have our priorities right. We can even be believing that we are serving Jesus. Right. And yet we are working out destruction while the enemy just sits there, like, excited to watch our downfall. And cackles. Yes. yes. Yeah. So yeah. I want to, so this word discern, you know, we've talked about the Hebrew root of the word deceive. So if we look up, because um, there's so many scriptures in the Bible about being discerning. And so this Hebrew word for discern is being. It's actually B-I-N, but they pronounce it being. And it means to separate mentally, to understand, to attend, to consider, to be diligent, direct, to be um, eloquent, and even feel. So when you're discerning, you can pay attention to your emotions. You just cannot be led by them, right? Not led by them. And so to be discerning is to have intelligent, uh, to have intelligence, to be prudent, to be skillful, to cause to understand, to get understanding, give understanding, have understanding, to mm. view things wisely and be wise and deal wisely to be a wise man. Yeah. And that's what we want. We want understanding. We want wisdom. And I love this wisdom and understanding as principles for discernment because even the Holy Spirit is called the spirit of wisdom and understanding. And so that is what we want. And so we're going to discuss how, you know, all the things that the Bible says 
will deceive us and then all the ways that we can develop this discernment because, boy, there's some really amazing steps. So, Kathy, why don't you go ahead and share your story about being deceived in your career because you didn't realize that you were being deceived, which is the very nature of deception. Yes. <laughs> you know, so. we were opening the the largest, doing the largest property opening in Australia's history, a hotel casino. And I loved doing hotel casinos. I had opened two hotel casinos in Las Vegas. I had helped a hotel a casino through a Chapter 11 process. And so I was working in Australia, working actually with Mike Mecca, the president, former president of Caesars Palace, who they had brought across. And I had previously worked with Stephen Wynn at the Mirage. So Mecca was, you know, like he was, Mike Mecca was like happy, like he had someone who had done a Mirage opening yeah. like on his team in Australia. So I got a lot of incredible opportunities. And at one point, we were hiring a lot of hires from Bangkok, Thailand. And um, and I was working with the Australian ambassador's office to get their work permits, to get them across. And I kept, you know, noticing, you know, and I, I, I always look at job descriptions because you have to have job descriptions and, and pay and, and all like this. And um, so I was involved in this process. And when these young men came over, I thought, wow, these are really good looking young men, which not surprising because we always, you know, that's one of the things when you get high rollers that, you know, they want the beautiful people. And um but the more and more I got into this, I realized that we were basically hiring um, young homosexual male prostitutes to service our high rollers. Oh my and gosh. I had had no I, I, idea, but I, I bought. So but here's the thing. I didn't ask for a long time because I was like, oh, you know, what? it doesn't matter what we're hiring them for, because. Whatever we're hiring them for, they're obviously skilled in. We're providing a much better life for them in Australia. They're actually going to be able to make enough money to live well, to send money home to their families. And um, so I just, um, you know, I just bought all the deception around it, that we're doing this incredible, incredible thing for these Thai citizens that would not have these opportunities in Bangkok and that they were going to have an incredible um, quality of life here and that, you know, they were so full of gratitude and just appreciating everything that, that we did. And I, when when God finally completely opened my eyes to everything and the full picture, I was so horrified with what I had done and what I had said yes to and what I had helped along. And um, I, I finally, I mean, it took a long time for me to kind of, I guess, get right with God and forgive myself for it because I thought how could I have been so stupid how could I have been so blind how could I have not asked more questions how could I not have held things accountable how could I have not been more discerning um, but yeah I turned in my um, I turned in my resignation and I've never gone back to hotel casinos because once he opened my eyes to that he opened my eyes to everything that I had seen but been blind to mm. at the mirage at the MGM opening at all of these properties and um yeah I like it it is it is a very dark world mm. yeah that's an incredible story yeah I mean wow. it just um that was a sacrifice yeah yeah I loved it and I was good at it I graduated summa cum laude from UNLV in their hotel management program with all the top names, Don Bell, and just so many top names. I got in a full international relations scholarship over in Australia to work, you know, internationally opening properties. And, um, but, you know, so 
God has given me, though, such a much more incredible life than I ever would have had. And so there's so much more I want to talk about, though. So mm-hmm. so wow. in, in deception, in developing awareness, um, you know, one of the things that, that we can see all around us is that being deceived leads to heartache, to brokenness, to darkness. Yeah. And, and it's something, um, especially shame, something we've discussed a lot in this program. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I think that the enemy... Even when we get our eyes open from deception, the enemy still wants to cripple us by catching us in shame, laughing at us, accusing us, blaming us. And he is doing everything he can to redefine and reshape our identity into a gnarled state of mess and irreparable loss. And so I think we need to be aware of how we can be deceived, where deception comes from, and realizing if we have been deceived, boy, it it's God who has opened our eyes and he wants to set our feet on solid ground and do something completely miraculous with our life. Uh, Absolutely. You know, there's, there's times that I just, I look back and I'm, I'm flabbergasted. um, And it's, it's, it's humbling when you look back and you go, Oh my gosh, I'm sure Satan is just doing a little jig right now. (laughs) Because he can deceive us in so many ways. Mm-hmm. He can deceive us in our marriages um, very easily because when we start thinking our spouse is this or that and we start nitpicking and da, 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 whatever, that's, that's Satan trying to come between a union that is based on love. It's a, based on a covenant between two people. And he would love nothing more than to break up every single marriage in the whole world. There is so much deception in, in marriage today. And, you know, being in women's ministry for 10 years, I just saw heartbreaking deception within marriages where women and men both were just completely blind to what they had accepted as true and right and fine. And even, you know, convince themselves that, that it was a provision from God for what they were currently doing in their marriages. So, yeah, we we can, if we have time, we can share <laughs> some of those stories. But well, so, ladies, I want to talk about the sources and schemes that yeah. we can be deceived by. So yeah. the the Bible just pulls out so many. And, friends, if you would like this list, just contact us on Let's Talk at lovetalknetwork.com, and I can send you this list of passages. But in Jeremiah 17:9, as Carrie had said earlier, we can be deceived by our own heart, our yeah. own emotions and desires. We can be, in Jeremiah 29, we can be deceived by false teachers. Ephesians 5, by empty words. 1 Corinthians 15, we can be deceived by bad company. Oh, that's, I think that's one where we have to ask for discernment a lot, yeah. right? Especially for our college kids. You know, when you meet somebody and you think they're a good person and they're fun to be around, right? And then you learn maybe later that, oh, like, I don't really, I don't really do good things when I'm around this person. That's, that's really hard. We have to pray for our, not only ourselves, but our, our young people to be able to find friends and find a group where, they are uplifting to one another and seeking the Lord mm-hmm. in their lives. I also want to I want to read Ephesians 5, 6 because I think it's really important. Empty words. We can be deceived by empty words. 
Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because for because of such things, God's wrath comes on those who are dis- disobedient. Mm-hmm. Empty words can be a false teacher. Mm-hmm. Empty words can be, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to come over and hang out with you tomorrow at 11. And then that, it never happens. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and Kathy, you and I were talking about, and I think it was this podcast by Francis Chan, or maybe it was one of his, um, his, his sermons. And he was talking about how he has this person in his life where every time they have a conversation, he's like, okay, I know they're lying. I know they're lying. They're lying. They're lying. They're lying. And it's very sad when you have that person in your life that you walk into the conversation going, okay, I'm going to have to find the one nugget of truth. Mm-hmm. We should be. We should. That's horrible. Mm-hmm. But that's words of deception. But he's asked for discernment regarding that situation. And so he goes into that conversation going, okay. I need a lot of discernment here, Lord. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, empty words and bad company, uh, those those are really and important. I mean, like you've said, uh, also a false gospel. Those false empty gospel. words can be oh. a false gospel. There's also Colossians 2, verse 8. You can be deceived by trendy philosophies, men's traditions, worldly principles. So, you know, what worldly principles and trendy philosophies are you basing your current decisions on? Um, well, Kathy, that's, I, I don't mean to interrupt, yeah. but I, I have a lot of thoughts on that one, too. <laughs> Imagine that. Um, <laughs> the schemes of the enemy are so prevalent right now, with the, especially within the LGBTQ community. The schemes of the enemy would love nothing more than for you to be ripped away from parents that, that love you. And that want what's best for you and they can see a lifestyle for you that you're choosing now because of the schemes of the enemy, because of trendy philosophy going, yes, you'll be happier if you just chop off the things that God gave you. Well, I mean, true, because even, you know, the one thing that they have gotten right is it is an identity issue. If you are non-binary If you are neither male nor female, how can you be a son of God or a daughter of God? How are you going to how are you going to fall into God's family? If if you are not what God has made you, you know, are you not loving God first and trusting him? I mean, one of the hardest things in my life is developing a trust for God, because I had I came from a, a father who really used God's word like kind of a battering ram. And so learning to trust God before my own feelings, before my own emotions, before my own wants and needs. And so I would say, like, yeah, with an identity, you're a daughter of God first. Accept that identity, even if you don't feel like it, and ask God to show you how to live out your identity in him. So, yes, it is an identity issue, but it's an identity that we need to go to God first to Mm -hmm. establish. Amen. That's a really true. Trendy things, I think, are really broad. Mm -hmm. I mean, and the thing that pops in my mind is, you know, when I was growing up many decades before you two, uh, (laughs) we didn't have the toy. We had toys. But, you know, now it's the the toy that's in fashion today. Mm -hmm. And I can remember when Barbie dolls came on the scene. Mm -hmm. That was the first, the toy I can really remember. Mm Mm-hmm. And yet now what is Barbie? Barbie is preaching a whole philosophy in a new movie, you know, that may not be your philosophy, may not be God's Mm -hmm. philosophy. Mm -hmm. But our kids are are now trained to look for 
the thing and and do everything just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's that's not who God makes us to be. Well, and what about, you know, riches? Like in, in Mark 4.19, riches are deceiving. How many women and young, beautiful girls right now are selling their body online to make money online because they want the money, so they have so devalued their body that they have pursued riches above just the right things, and they're compromising their entire future. I mean, I, I don't have any sons, but my, my son-in-law, he talks to me about him and all of his friends. He's like, there are no good girls out there for us, aside from your daughter, Mrs. Enderbox. <laughs> but he's like, <laughs> my friends are struggling my friends to are find struggling. a good girl. Yes, because all these girls are sleeping with boys and selling their bodies online and, you know, just not keeping themselves for that husband. And they bring so much trauma and trash and horrible stuff into the relationship that it's hard to even hope for a good, stable marriage. So, And I would I would speak to mothers and fathers right now because, you know, we've just gone through a whole season of, of uh, homecoming dances and things oh, like yeah. that. And watch what your girls wear. Yeah. I mean, protect them and hide hide their beauty for their husband instead of displaying it yeah. in, in a dress that is really inappropriate yeah and that's a trend yeah well and i you know i try and talk with my daughters that spending money on you does not equal love yes if i love you i will want to pour out my resources over you but my pouring my resources out over you does not establish love in and of itself so when when a woman is having her apartment paid for by this married man that she's sleeping with He does not love her. It may feel like love because he's spending riches on her. And so she is equating riches with love. But those are not kingdom riches. Kingdom riches are riches that money cannot buy. So we cannot equate riches with love. We have to turn off that that equation. Mm -hmm. Oh, Friends, we have so much to discuss here and some uh, other kind of personal stories to share. So we've talked about these things that will deceive. How do we develop discernment? Friends, you're going to want to stay with us. We're going to get through this and get you to the other side. And that is a good place to be on Love Talk. We'll be right back with you. Stay with us. Don't wait. Score the best deal on the home of your dreams at the three-time awarded Community of the Year Santa Rita Ranch. With top-rated amenities and school districts, our 20 available move-in ready homes priced from the 200s won't last long. See for yourself why 2,000-plus neighbors love life at the ranch. For more information, visit us at SantaRitaRanch.com. SantaRitaRanch.com. Are you recovering from an injury, need to regain your health, or simply want to improve your golf swing? HeartFlex can help. HeartFlex is an innovative exercise tool for all fitness levels. Made in the USA, HeartFlex has helped countless Texans improve their fitness by increasing strength, boosting circulation, maximizing flexibility and endurance, and speeding recovery from surgery. It's small, portable, and lightweight. HeartFlex can be used standing, sitting, or lying down. No springs or rubber bands to snap back and cause injury. 
at less than $40. Shipping is free and has a 30-day money-back guarantee. Nothing can stop you from improving your health today. You can learn more and to order yours, visit HeartFlexUSA.com. That's HeartFlexUSA.com. Hi, friends. This is Kathy Enderbrock with Let's Pray Today Ministries. Are you struggling in your marriage with anxiety and depression? Have rebellious kids or, or just want to pray for your children? Maybe you simply don't know where to start in prayer. We specialize in creating the tools to help you learn how to pray and pray effectively in a variety of life issues. Get your free MP3 download today on the topic of your choice. Go to www.letspraytoday.com and click on shop for your free audio prayer download. Become a friend on Facebook and let us know what prayer topic you Hello, friends, and welcome back to Love Talk. Thank you so much for joining us here. The Love Ladies, we so love our time with you every single week. I'm Coach Carrie Brinkader in studio with Kathy Enderbrock and Marlene McMichael. I tell you what, friends, what, what an awesome program, Discerning Not Deceived. And today we're really discussing the sources and schemes where we can be deceived. I, I don't think... I realized how many different areas in my life I can be deceived, which is everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we have to really ask the Holy Spirit to open our eyes to that. And next week we will come back with a program where we talk about kind of the armor, Kathy, right, Marlene, that we need to put on to discern and how to really – um, look at discernment in our lives and ask for that in mm-hmm. our lives. And the strategies that strategies, we use to grow in discernment. Yes. And so, but friends, I want to tell you, we are not going to leave you without no. some tools today. today. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. are going to press in. We're going to really look at these remaining areas where we can be deceived. And then we are going to give you an outline of some strategies that you can grow your discernment, some sources and strategies where you can begin growing your discernment. But next week, we will really press into uh, growing in discernment more. For sure. You know, another area where we can be deceived is self-arrogance. First uh, John, that's in First John. I love First John and I love James because, golly, they just, it's so plain. The English is so, it's just, it's just clear. Yeah. Um, but self self-arrogance, the, the verse I, I was actually going to, going to pull it up here um if we say we have no sin we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us wow yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one what about false faith yeah i mean you know i just i have some family members who i love dearly that say everyone can go to heaven like they're you know they completely ignore the scripture that says, um, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And I, and I think that with Scripture, we can twist Scripture. We can lift Scripture out of context. But here's the thing. God is an unchanging God. We cannot change Scripture. You can, yeah. you know, we have original manuscripts going all the way back for every single book in the Bible. We have ma- original manuscript evidence, so you can go back to original translations. You cannot change God's word. You cannot twist it and change it to apply to cultural cultural circumstances. 
what God said is right and what God said is wrong is right and wrong. And we can really stake our life into that and um, be standing on solid ground. And so this is the thing I think that, you know, with false faith, people will say, oh, I can have a faith separate from the word of God. Or if God shows me something separate from his word, because he showed it to me and he made me feel good about it. Bless you. He made me feel good about it. It must be fine for me. And so this Mm. is what I would say, just as the enemy can appear as an angel of light. If you are believing a gospel or if you are believing a principle of life or something different from your marriage and that is opposed to God's word, you have been deceived by a false faith, a false teaching, a a false principle, and you've got to get that lined up with God's word. The other thing I would say is, you know, sometimes, particularly in the culture that we live in today, the they view Christianity in many ways and how we live as rigid. Mm-hmm. And, you know, today, no today we're enlightened. Mm-hmm. And we don't need to mm-hmm. do some of those things that, for example, in the Ten Commandments, you know, those commandments are pretty plain and pretty simple and they're pretty black and white. Mm-hmm. But we don't, you know, we don't have to do that today mm-hmm. because we're more enlightened and, and that's just not the culture of today. Mm-hmm. Wrong. I'm, I'm too Honor smart. your father and mother. Wrong. Uh, hello. Well, that's one. Uh-huh. But, but I can think of a few others in there, sure. you know. Um, sure. So... Yes, I, I just think that you either walk with God in his truth or mm-hmm. you walk in darkness. Well, and you know, one of these things that I'd never seen before, I, I'd always known about this scripture in Second Corinthians chapter 14 that says Satan himself appears as an angel of light. But chapter right, 11, chapter verse 11, 14. verse yeah. 14. Yes. Mm-hmm. And right after that, in chapter 11 of Second Corinthians, verse 15, it says workers of the enemy also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. And I think, oh, my goodness, how many people have abandoned their faith because they have been deceived or abused by who they, someone who they thought was a servant of righteousness. And so I just think the enemy delights to, like we said originally with the uh, lion analogy, he is a great imitator, but he is a deceiver. And so his imitation, he will imitate what God is doing. He imitates the structures of God, but it's only to deceive, to kill and destroy. Well, even the abortion industry is Mm. designed that way, is to help women. And yet originally it was designed to... And focused on African American babies, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's a that's a hard but real truth. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you mm-hmm. know, I've seen, um, you know, as I said, I was in women's ministry for over ten years, and um, so many precious women, and some who thought that they were just following God and serving God, and that He had given them this great provision. And there was one who she was married, but you know. She just had a very different personality from her husband and felt kind of emotionally abandoned by her husband. And there was this divorced man, and boy, they just clicked, right? And she thought, well, you know, we can be good family friends. And, um, you know, just over the years in this relationship, she now is to the point where, well, at the time, quite a while ago, she, she finally got to the point where, 
she was sharing hotel rooms with this divorced man when her husband was off somewhere else. She was um, sleeping in the same bed as this as this divorced man. And she would tell me, no, you know, Kathy, you know, this is really has been God's provision for us. I'm not having sexual relations with him. And uh, she had wanted to me, uh, you know, quite a while back to tell this other imp- person who was fairly important in my life that what she was doing was okay. And I said, I just, I can't do that. Because even if you're not having a physical affair, you're having an emotional affair. And Jesus says, that's just as bad. Those two are equated. And so I think, you know, I just, I, my heart broke for her because I could see the, the need and the desire for love and the desire to help and the desire to, to step into this situation to, you know, help this divorced man. And, and, but in the end, I thought, you know, well, this divorced man is now setting an example for his children sleeping with this married woman, sharing hotel rooms, sharing the same bed right in front of his children. How will his sons and daughters ever realize what a healthy marriage covenant looks like? How will they have healthy uh, relationships? And it just, it broke, it broke my heart. So that's a tough one, Kathy. And to have to speak a hard truth, um, I'm sure that that was, number one, hard for you to do. I've always admired your frankness. Um, I know you say it gets you in trouble sometimes, (laughs) but I've always admired it. I think it's an amazing quality. But the heart deception is, again, so incredibly difficult to navigate because we want to justify what we do. We want to justify our actions. We want to justify, ew, this is okay. This is, this is all right. This is fine. Um, It's called self-preservation, right? When we justify something that we're doing because it's easier than admitting that it's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we do that in a lot of areas in our life. Um, and, and so, Kathy, you've, you've put together some guidelines for us about discernment. I want to get to those really quickly before we have to close our program today with knowing that next week we will flesh these things out. Yes. Uh, the, how to become... Um, Warriors of discernment. Yes. Yes. Well, and friends, I would just tell you, if there is something that the Holy Spirit has really kind of pricked your heart about, opened your eyes about, if you're just listening to this program and you're just in tears, I want to tell you, we're just going to give you a few tools, but join us next Saturday um, or next next Saturday at 10 a.m. or next Sunday at 8 p.m. And we will get into this at a deeper level. But just to start off. Um, go and open your Bible, develop a diligence in studying scripture to gain wisdom, to grow in understanding with an attentive spirit that is seeking holiness, not happiness, but holiness, and that willingly accepts conviction of truth in your life, in your actions and your deeds, wherever they do not line up with scripture. Um, Go to the Lord in prayer, develop a diligence in prayer and Even if you can get yourself to speak out your prayers audibly, go into a quiet room and speak out your prayers to God, grow in relationship and reliance on him. 
um, develop an awareness of his presence, that he is there, that he is willing, that he is able, that he sees, that he hears. Uh, go and get discipleship in a local body of believers and go with a humble spirit where you are willing to listen. And friends, when God brings you someone who points out, who loves you enough to point out where you are not lining up, where you are deceived, have the humility to accept that they are speaking truth to you. Oh, wow. Well, again, um, we will post on social media uh, the scriptures that we went over, um, areas where we, schemes and sources that the devil uses to deceive us. We'll post that on social media. So look for us there on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, you can also obviously download this podcast and look forward to next week's um, where we discuss sources and strategies where we can grow and grow in our discernment to know where we're being deceived. Uh, friends, we love you. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Coach Carrie Brinkader. For my amazing co-hosts, Kathy Anderbrock and Marlene McMichael, we thank you. We love you. Find us on all the socials, and we'll see you next week right here on Love Talk. <laughs>